0: it's monav 360 all right and this is ask me anything about hip-hop that's what this live stream tonight is about okay so that's that's anything that you want to ask that that's related to you know like the hip-hop music hip-hop culture and you know i just gotta start this off by saying you know once again my name is monav 360 all right um welcome everybody you know whether you're um, already know about me you know or if you're new you know so welcome everybody that's that's on this live stream checking this out okay so basically what this is gonna be is um, I don't want this to, to go too off track so keep your questions hip-hop related you know so that's that's how I wanted to do it and 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 when I say ask me anything about hip-hop, that doesn't mean that I'm an expert, you know? It just means that I'm just trying to keep this with what my channel is about and reaching out to people who who are like-minded, other other artists, other um, hip-hop fans, other music producers, other rappers, other singers, you know, that are into hip-hop. So it's... um, this is about community you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna go ahead and start it off with a question which is who is monav 360 all right so monav 360 first of all i'm gonna tell y'all the story behind the name you know every rapper every rapper has a rap name you know and if you if you'll Go back and do your research on your favorite rappers. Probably their first rap name was their worst rap name. (laughs) Their their first rap name is the rap name that they laugh about now and that they're ashamed of telling you what it was. So for me, I can't say that my early rap names were that that I'm embarrassed by them now, but I will say that I had a hard time coming up with a rap name that will work for me. Like when I first started rapping, I didn't have a rap name. And then I and then I had a rap name that I really liked around like the time when I was in college and that was Venom. You know, and that's what that's the name that people call me. You know, I'm and I'm that I'm spitting Venom when I'm when I'm rapping. That's 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 great imagery for a rapper. But then when I started um, looking and doing research I saw that there were other Like groups And even in different genres Than hip hop that had Venom in their name So I wanted I wanted something different one, one time I even had a name That was like prize Like everybody had a name Where it was a word Or a name But each letter stood for something And that's what prize was It was P-R-I-S-E And I can't remember what that stood for, but I changed that name because I was like, that probably sounds too much like prize from Fuji's. You know, so I, I was running into this problem. So what I did was I said let me flip the name backwards. Okay. Venom is what I mean. When I had the rap name Venom, I flipped it, I flipped it backwards and that became Monel, Alright. And the, the 360 the 360 is just like kind of like, like a username, you know. Because when I had a when I had the rap name Venom, then like a username that I would use for like email and stuff like that was um, Venom 36, and the 36 came from it came from Wu Tang Clan because the first Wu Tang Clan album was um, Enter the Wu Tang 36 Chambers. All right, what's up, Doogie 54 I see, I see you. All right. He said, he said, what's up, homie? I see you got that Supreme clientele album back there. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up right there. That's one of my favorite albums. I bought, I bought that album back in, um, back in 2000. Yeah, I, I, bought, I bought that cassette tape in 2000. Still got it. Like I, I loved it. I think that was around the same and the funny thing about it, I think the album came out around the same time when Pun had just passed. And you know, I I love that Supreme Clientele album to this day. Yeah, I appreciate I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for noticing that, uh, Doogie54. Yeah, he said he's a big Wu head you know. So me me too. Me too. Yeah, you know. And as far as what it was, you know, the Wu-Tang Clan album, 36 Chambers, so that's where the 36 came from. And then, you know, sometimes when you got to change stuff, then it's like, OK, well, I'll just put a zero, I'll put a zero on it, you know. So it's 36 chambers. And I also kind of say that it's kind of like an um, homage to Grand Puba because we had that song called 360 What Goes Around, you know, so that that also Grand Puba was also a big influence to me when I first started rapping, you know and uh he and dookie54 he said ghost dini and iron man are classic ghost albums yeah most definitely yeah iron man that that was that was one of my favorites too like yeah i remember i remember when i first got that joint that's that's a classic to me to me iron man is like the the ghost face version of of cuban lynx you know because ghost um ghost was all over cuban lynx and Raekwon and Capadonna, you know, they were all over Iron Man. So it, it was cool to have a solo album that actually was almost like a group album. You know, so that's pretty cool. But, um, you know, and I was, talking about, I was talking about my rap name. And I'll also get into how long that I've been rapping. I've been rapping since I was like 11 years old, you know. And it was... It was certain artists and stuff that, that I heard that um, that influenced me. Like I said before, like Grand Puba, um and then Wu-Tang had came out in 93. I think it was like 93 when, you know, yeah, showing, showing my age a little bit. I'm still young, but yeah, you know. So, but yeah. So that's when I first started rapping back then. And you know... When you first start rapping, you you're trying to figure yourself out. I'm I'm pretty sure that I tried to uh, rap like uh, Wu Tang members and stuff, or tried to have raps that were in the style of like a Nas or something like that. But that's just what you do until you find your style. So you know, I, I was rapping and stuff, and and writing raps, and I got into freestyling. And freestyling the 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 '90s, the '90s definition of freestyling. Is the definition which is going straight off the top of the head. So that's what I that I started getting sharpened. You know, I started doing that all the time. Me and my friends and stuff like that. And I and I sharpened that sword. You know, so that that that's a skill. Not everybody can do that. You know. And then Monet 360 is also a producer, or I would say a creator of beats. You know, so like. I've been doing that probably since like 2004 you know when I first uh, found out about FL Studio you know and um, yeah I love I love to make beats I love I love to come up with with different concepts I- I'm I'm big on sample base, but I also like to use stuff that doesn't have samples and still give it that that feel still have that like boom bap feel that breakbeat feel that that, that hip hop feel you know so that's definitely that's definitely what I do you know so how we how we going into it now is um, also talking about some of the things that that I've done as an MC you know so uh, when I was in the Air Force um, I met a producer by the name of Hindu the Revolution you know um, actually, like he was the keyboardist at the at the um, at the church that was on bass, you know. And we uh, we started chopping it up and stuff. And I end up going to his studio to um, record. And the album that it, that it ended up um, coming out of that is the Restoration. For those who don't know, not only am I a content creator, but I'm also an MC slash producer. I released an album that was recorded and almost entirely produced by my friend Hindu The Revolution. It's called The Restoration. It's a concept album that's about hip hop and it's also about God. It's a complete body of work, dope beats and dope rhymes so I know that you'll enjoy it. The link to get the album is in the first line of the description box below. And oh yeah, I almost forgot to tell you what my name is. It's Monév three sixty or three six zero, if you didn't know. And it's a concept album. It's an album that talks about um, restoring hip hop, and it talks about restoring our souls from a, um, a faith standpoint. You know, as far as as far as with God restoring us. So like that. So that's the concept of that, and I'll have that linked up somewhere, you know, um, under the video in the description box or either in the comments, so you can check that out. But, um, and I also, I don't know if y'all can see it, but uh, I got this, I got this clothing line. I'm a rapper and a YouTuber, but I also have merchandise as well. I got everything from t-shirts and hoodies to leggings and cell phone covers. The logo on my products which is also my rap name, symbolizes my love for hip-hop music and culture. If you love hip-hop too, then get it on the shirt and show the world. You can click the link in the description box or the comments below and use the promo code MONEV360. The name MONEV is in all caps to get 10% off. Thank you in advance for your support. You know that I started, uh monaf 360 that's the logo you know so that's um i'll have that linked up as well if you want to check that out got hoodies got shirts got all different types of stuff you know and the youtube channel the youtube channel that you see this and other videos on that that i've been creating for like the past almost three years now um That's, that's what I do as that's, that's my, my content. What, how I, how I express myself creatively. And what I'd like to do, you know, is, is just to, to make a a significant impact on hip hop and culture, you know, and, and hopefully I'm already doing that. And I, and, and I aspire to do that on a larger scale as my audience grows, as my influence grows, you know, So that's what I want to do. I want I want my music to be positive. I want it to empower um, people, especially especially um, my people, you know, (laughs) like and, you know, talking talking about things about like financial freedom and, you know, mindset, having having a positive mindset. Those, Those are the type of those are the type of topics that I that I want to touch on. I want to touch on real life. And I want to give people um, bars. Sometimes I want to bar you out and get and just give you like two minutes, no hook, just just straight rapping, punchlines and metaphors, you know. So I want to I want to run the gamut. I want to be the type of MC that that can talk about anything. I can tell a story. I can talk about relationships. I can talk about business. I can talk about whatever, you know, and, and have it make sense that's 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 what my goal is and that's what I would want my my legacy to be you know as an artist another question that um that someone could ask um is you talk about hip-hop a lot but I mean you I mean I can't I can't just assume that everybody um has the same um, experience with hip-hop. So there might be somebody that's watching this right now and they're like, I keep hearing the word hip-hop, but I don't know what it means. What is hip-hop? I'm glad you asked. Hip-hop, hip-hop is a culture. Hip-hop is music. I mean, hip-hop, hip-hop started because it's, um, it's expression for um, the oppressed people of the world, and uh, people people who look like me, we're we're the oppressed people, and um, to a larger to a larger extent, all people of color are oppressed people. But that's but that's another story for another day. But but anyway, like um, the post civil rights era, you know, like in the in the sixties. Was when the civil rights uh, movement was going on, and then after, like the assassination of um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X, you know, um, you could say that change that change happened, um, you know, partly because of the the efforts of those two great civil rights leaders, um, but things still weren't weren't right yet just just the same way that like in like like after the um after the civil war and everything i mean some things changed but then it still wasn't you know then it went into reconstruction that it's we we still weren't out the water yet so after the after the civil rights era of the 60s in the 70s we weren't out of the water you know (laughs) there was still there was still um um an economic depression. If not for everybody, at least it was for black people, and 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 there was still poverty. There was still there was still all of these things. There was still racism. So um, hip hop was our was our way of speaking out. And as far as and as far as the music goes with it, um, everything that comes with music. I mean, it has it, it costs money. So you got. Um, like musical instruments and stuff like that there was there wasn't a lot of money for for people to be playing um guitar or the clarinet or whatever there there wasn't a lot of money for that in in the inner city in in new york you know and um hip-hop is believed to be started in uh, um the south bronx you know in new york and um so um cool Herc and which I believe he was from Jamaica. He had, he had came down from Jamaica and and, and moved moved to New York, and um, and he started doing block parties like those those early DJs like him and and Grandmaster Flash. What they would do is they would have block parties. You know that that that's how the music came from. The music came from people who already had music out. So as far as hip hop, in a certain sense, you could say that when it first started. It didn't exist as a thing yet, but the music that already existed were what is what was used for the parties. So you had um, disco, you had what's called like R and B soul, you had funk music, um, that like that. This type of music, this is the type of music that's being played at the parties. Some some rock music probably was being played, and people would have these block parties outside and. They would last for a long time, and the d and the, and the DJ would have um, two turntables what like, and what they would do is they would have the same record on sometimes or sometimes they would have the same record on both turntables so they could switch back and forth, and it wouldn't stop the music, you know, um so. They, a lot of times, what they would do is they would mark the spot that they wanted to go back to so they could, so they, when they put it on the, um, put the needle on the groove and and put it on the turntable, they knew where that spot was so they could go back and forth from left and right, you know. And, um, and the thing, and a lot of the times what they would find, because see, let me, let me back up and then, and then just quickly give you the four elements of hip hop. So, the four elements of hip hop are DJing, breaking or breakdancing, graffiti writing, and MC. Okay. So the DJ, when they would find, they will find a spot in the record which is called a break. Like a lot of times in those older records, they would have like, you know, the um, the first verse and the hook and stuff like that. And then the second verse and a hook. And then probably like after that, that um, the second time that the, that the hook is sung, then it goes into a break where it's just the drums, you know? And like the, like the DJ would find that spot on both records and then they would play it over and over again. So that's what, that's the significance of, me doing these breakbeat videos because it's a um, a fundamental part of hip hop, especially especially early hip hop, like in the um, especially like in the late eighties. That was that was the um, the emergence of rappers using breakbeats as the um, the main backdrop for for the beat that they that they rapped on on their songs. So that's. Um, that's hip-hop like and and people people did graffiti you know that that's that's uh they would uh if you if you ever been um you know you see a train going by you and and to this day you'll see all this beautiful graffiti on the side of these trains people that people did that back in the day and you know on on walls and stuff it was all like like murals you know and people and and it was and it was illegal to do it to do it on certain things, but people didn't care. They would sneak and do it and and when the cops come they run, you know, like so all of this is hip hop. And then the, the MC, the MC started out as the person who actually the, the the first MC was the was the DJ. The DJ was on stage and the DJ was was the star, you know, because he was the one that controlled the music. So what what started happening was the DJ would start saying slick stuff like in between, like playing the music and stuff because he had the mic. And then the MC would, you know, would kind of imitate that. And like MC is a word that stands for master of Ceremonies. Even when it doesn't pertain to a rapper, there could be somebody that's a master of ceremonies. And that's all that means is that they're a host. You know, what the host would do would just get the crowd hype. The the, ho- the host would would kind of like warm the crowd up for the DJ. So what ended up it, it ended up evolving and the roles switch, and then the DJ kind of kind of moved to the background, kind of like and the MC was in, it, The MC is now in the forefront. And when people think about hip hop, they automatically think about rappers. But it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that at first. The roles were reversed. So, so that's that's kind of that's kind of a breakdown of, of hip hop, and um, you know, and another question that somebody might ask is um, who are your favorite MCs? And I have a I have a video that that answers this this question. You know, as far as for me, like so, I'll have that linked up. But if you if you were to ask me that on any given day. I could give you about six or seven MCs. Um, Black Thought would be one of them. Eminem, um, Biggie, Redman, Pharrell, um, Monch. Cannabis, um, Rascass. I mean, that's just that's just name that's just off the top of my head. Big L, uh, Big Pun. My favorite, my favorite MCs are the people um, who influence me. The people who inspire me to be like, oh man, I gotta write something. Like back in the, like back in the day, like when it was a cassette tape or whatever. Like when, when that's all you had money for. Like you, um, you dubbed a tape from your man, you know, because he, because he had it and and you didn't, and you, you know, you didn't get allowance money that week or whatever. <laughs> You know, so y'all trade it or whatever, or he let you borrow it. And then you recorded it on the, um, the, the stereo where you could, you could dub, you could record from tape to tape. And then you, re- when you hear something dope, you rewind it. Like, oh man, what did he just say? And you rewind it like that. Those are the type of MCs that I grew up on. That's, that's the, that's the cloth that I'm cut from, you know? You could also, of course, ask who are your favorite hip hop producers, and same thing. I have a video for that as well, you know, and and I'll and I'll have that linked in the description. But of course, who's always the names that are always going to come um, out of my mouth are Jay Dilla, also DJ Premier, Pete Rock, Large Professor. Not, Knife Wonder, Timbaland, Eric Sermon. I don't know how many I just named, but those are the people that I'm gonna name. People who are dope. I'm not gonna name somebody that's that's not dope. You know what I'm saying? And I'm and I understand that everybody that that is subjective and everybody has a certain opinion, but the people that I name have a track record. And it and it's all it's almost consensus. You can't you 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 can almost say it's a fact, <laughs> in my that, but that's in my opinion. But these these are some of the great the greatest the greatest producers when it comes to like comes to doing stuff that, that nobody else has ever done, you know, that people wanted to emulate. And that that leads me into another question, which is how do I feel about the new generation of mcs and producers in hip-hop okay what I would say I mean my easy my easy answer is this a mixed bag you know because um, you know I'm, um, I'm I'm knocking I'm knocking on 40s door and um, you know I don't want to be you know, I don't want to be um, the OG. That's like, man, ain't you know? Back in my day, <laughs> back in my day, hip hop music was good. You know, <laughs> I don't want to be the bitter old man. You know what I'm saying? So I, so I try to, I try to be uh, as objective as I can, and and not just um, write somebody off just because they they're new, just because they just came out. You know, so I um, I like some of the I like some of the people that are out now. Um, I like some of the city girl songs. Uh, I like Megan Thee Stallion. I like the baby. Um, you know, but um, of course, mostly um, when it comes to newer people, I like the people who um, uh, care a lot about lyrics. So I definitely like um, YBN Cordae as far as far as lyrics go. Um, Another person that's uh, relatively new is um, Nick Grant. Like I haven't heard an album from him or whatever, but he he's really, really dope. Um, And uh, it's that's and I and I say it's a mixed bag because there are some people who I really, really don't like. Because it's um, their, their their style is formulaic and it's uh, it's cookie cutter is 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 what uh, what's mostly getting played on the radio. Uh, not not a lot of originality with the beats, not a lot of originality with the rhymes, and and not a and not a lot of clarity with your how you're, how you enunciate your words, so I can even understand what it is you're saying that's why that's why the, that's why we ended up having the term mumble rap because there's people who mumble when they rap you know so and so I so I say it's a mixed bag it's one of those things where um I wouldn't want to just say that um the that the that the music was was um better that I grew up on uh, because the fact of the matter is in every in every era there's good and there's bad, you know. There was bad. There was bad when I was growing up too, and the bad I didn't like. But um, you know, the the um, the good was the good was the, Well, there was great. There was great. There was good and there was bad, and that's how it always is. The greats will always be the greats, no no matter no matter what era. That's why. That's why Kendrick. That's why Kendrick can um, can be so respected now. Kendrick Lamar um, is is one of the greats, you know. J. Cole is one of the greats. So no, so no matter what, when people look back, they will have to say, "Oh yeah, those, those guys, they brought it. They can rap. They had, you know, they had a they had a body of work, you know, a catalog." So that's how I feel about it. Another question is if I was stranded on an Island and can only take one hip hop album with me, what would it be and why? And this is a difficult question. I thought about it for a while, but the album that I ended up landing on was A Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders. Now I know a lot of people, um, have um low end theory as their favorite um tribe album, and I don't disagree. Like I'm I'm not mad at anybody who has that opinion, but for me it's just for personal experience because I was I was late to that party. It was it was many years after that album was released when I first heard it in its entirety. But when um when Midnight Marauders came out, um I got that when, you know, the same year, you know, I was I was 12 years old, and um, I'll tell you how the story goes funny thing, we talked about Wu-Tang Clan earlier it's tied in the Wu-Tang Clan because um, I later find out that, um, and, and if I'm not mistaken, that Midnight Marauders and Enter um, entered the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers came out on the same day, so I'm at the um me and my mom are at the record store and uh, and I wanted to get Wu-Tang Clan but my mom was hip to the fact that uh, on, the, on um, CDs and cassette tapes and vinyl um, they started putting a parental advisory sticker on there. So the parental advisory sticker means parents be advised. There's going to be some cussing on here. There's going to be some sexual content on here. There's going to be uh, violence and all this kind of stuff. So you might want to um, uh, use some discretion when it become when it comes to just buying this and letting your child hear it. So she was like, "No, we're not. We're, you're not gonna get. You're not gonna get the um, the Wu Tang Clan album. But uh, the Tripod Quest album did not have a parental advisory sticker on it. So. I said, mom, let me get this. Cause I knew who a tripod quest was, but you know, when you're a kid, it's not the, sometimes it's not the same. Like you, like you hearing stuff, like my, my um, way of hearing music was listening to, listening to it on the radio and seeing the video. And oddly enough, even back then, um, a lot of times I would hear music first seeing the video. Before I'd even hear it on the radio, I would because I because I would watch either Yo MTV raps or um, Rap City on BET, you know, so I would see the song. So like I probably I probably saw like the first single that was out or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's a track called Quest. OK. Oh, that's their album. So I'm like, let me get that. And so she bought it for me and I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I played I played it all the time. I had it on CD, you know, and and I played it all the time. I probably I probably could recite that whole album, you know. So like like I said, when you're when you're a 12-year-old, you like things, but you can't give people the whole reason why you like it, you know. So now I say that that's one of my favorite albums because I can say that it's a classic album. Now don't get me wrong, I love I love Low End Theory too. I, I say I say that almost neck and neck, but I don't have the same, like I said, I don't have the same personal connection to low end theory as I do to Midnight Marauders. But and and you know, when I when I look when I look back on it, hindsight is 2020. I mean, just the lyrics, just the um the chemistry that that um uh Fife and Q tip have with each other. They're so different. It's like I can I can understand I can understand how outcasts say that Tribe Called Quest is one of their favorite groups because their those groups are alike and the fact that the the um, the rappers in the group are completely different from each other, <laughs> but it works. You know, like like Q Tip is like the laid back, like poetic, like the one who would get in, get on a. Um, in a poetry jam and like say like a poem that would blow your mind and like like uh fife is like the outgoing like wow like you know bust out in a freestyle like you know on a moment's notice you know that's how he is he's just he's just completely different They're, they're they're like they're like night and day and and the samples I mean it's so it's so many samples and I mean the the Sonics they they cre- they um they had the concept of of the low end theory um on the first album and I mean I mean not on the first album but on the second album low end theory but and they continued that into Midnight Marauders the um the way that is is bass heavy the way that they use um jazz samples and they um juxtaposed that with um hard drums from like break beats and you know uh, reprogrammed drums from break beats that were chopped up and you know all those types of things like that that created the um the tribe sound and then like in the fact that on one song it could have two three or four samples is the um the concept of um key matching matching up keys like how are they how are they able to have all of this stuff where it where it's in key you know (laughs) like all these samples from all these different songs like how did you know that that was gonna work or maybe like of course they tried different things but you had to start like oh let me put this with this and it and it works, and it sa- it sounds right. Like if you if you were to take that out now, you would never know it, you know. And and also just finding out different facts and stuff online about how even like um, a war tour was inspired by um, don't don't walk away. Like how the how the bass sounds on don't walk away. Like he, like if you go right now and you listen to don't walk away, and then listen to a war tour. And tell me that there, there's not a similarity there. Like, that's something that you would that you would never expect. But I mean, that just shows you like a creative mind, how how the how the mind can get inspired. And like the genius that is that is the song lyrics to go. You know, with the with the minute the mini Rippleton sample and how like they use that for like the main part of the beat, you know, and like it's I, I love i I just love that album you know and then we can then we could talk about is there a such thing as real hip-hop well yes but of course it's subjective so real hip-hop I couldn't I can't give it I can't give it a definition that um that just encompasses everything. It's like I know it when I hear it. I know I know it. I know it when I see it. You know, Daes Effects had a song called "Real Hip Hop." <laughs> That's real hip hop. krs One does does real hip hop. But Snoop Dogg does real hip hop too. The Brat does real hip hop. Common does real hip hop. You know. So like I said, you know, you know it when you hear it, if it's, if it's fake, if it's fake, then that means that the person is just not being real, being real to him, to him or herself. You know what I'm saying? I mean, somebody, somebody would um, uh, probably disagree with me, uh, strongly disagree with me if I were to say that Cardi B is real hip hop. But how could she not be? She being true to herself. That's what that's what hip hop is about. She she being she's being real, you know, regardless of of what you what you don't like about her. I mean, she just got She's got a presence and she's got a um, she's got an aura about her that that's that's attractive. You know, that's that's hip hop. And um we're going to go into another question which is what kind of what kind of hip hop content do I cover on my channel? So what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pull my channel up. All right. I I talk a lot about samples on my channel. That's one of the things that I do. Oh, so I got beats on there. You know, it's different things that are going on. So all types of stuff sample, flipping samples. I like, I like to take a sample and, and flip it. You know, that's what I'll do on my channel. All right. So I got like the most sample breakbeat. Five of the best breakbeats in hip hop. And that's that's my highest performing video, eight thousand views. I got Nicki Minaj songs with samples. I got um, a video about Black Thoughts of ten minute freestyle on on uh, FontMaster Flex. You know, it's different types of videos. I got I got uh, one gotta go videos where I'll take like um, four different um, artists or, or different things like that. And say which one, which ones has got to go? Like I got one on on um, a one got to go on Drake, J Cole, and Kendrick Lamar. I got one on Nas, Jay Z, Biggie, or Tupac. I got one on Rizza, DJ Premier, Jay Dilla, and Pete Rock. And I also got a a podcast. Got to got to get back to my podcast too. You know, I uh, know y'all probably. Y'all have already seen it, probably waiting for some more. I got some more coming, but it's called the Hip Hop Heads podcast, you know? So that's, so that's some of what I do on my channel, you know? And some, some people may ask, where do the beats come from that, that I play on my videos? Uh, Most of the beats, they, um come from me there 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 are um beats that i've made and i put them i put them on um in the background like when i'm talking in the video or either if it's a vid- video just about the beat then i just have the beat playing you know um sometimes i use other people's stuff sometimes i i go on to the um the youtube audio library and um and find um music on there that's uh that that i'm uh okay to use for my videos or sometimes it might be um, somebody that I know personally that has a beat or something and I use their beat on my video um, so that's where the music uh, usually comes from and um, another question somebody might have is if, um, if they're a producer is what are some of the best places to find samples and what I would say about that is that you know you can uh go on youtube and just search search for uh the specific genre specific type of um sample that you're looking for and stuff is going to come up like the first thing you'll see is probably like uh a long uh like a big playlist that um, has a whole bunch of stuff in it. If you're trying to find drum breaks, you'll find a playlist about that. You'll find a playlist about soul samples or whatever, whatever it is that you're looking for, you'll find it that way. Um, of course, if you crate dig, I mean, I mean, in the time, in the specific time that we're in right now, what we have going on, which you know, <laughs> I won't, I won't say, I won't say the word, but um, you may not be able to. Physically go out to uh, uh, a record store and Crate Dig or, or the thrift shop and Crate Dig, but you can go online and there's also a website called Tracklib. And let me tell you the, the cool thing about Tracklib Tracklib has it to where you can find um, samples like from songs, not, not royalty free samples, but real like soul samples and all different genres. Um, that that are on there that the artists uh, are okay with their stuff being on the site, and you can actually license it straight through that site. What you'll do is you'll go on and you'll find the sample, and when you find the sample, you um, it's like one ninety nine or two ninety nine um, for each song, and some of it they even have the stems. So you can you can get your music and once you get the music and you make it, then you can go back on and look and see how much it costs for you to uh, to purchase the license. So once you purchase the license, then you're good to go and you're and you're free to um, put that song out commercially. So that so that's what makes that a great a great um Website. I'm not. I'm not um, sponsored by them or anything like that. But I just think they're a great website, so that's why I wanted to um, let y'all know about it if you um, hadn't heard of them before. Somebody might ask me, "What are some of my tips on becoming a better MC?" And that's a great question. Um, I have a video for that, so like I'll, I'll either link that up or you can. Or you can type um, MC in the comments of this video, and I'll make sure to um, get you that link where I where I show you like through uh, three different MCs um, methods that you can use on how to write dope rhymes. I use Jay Z, Nas, and Eminem. You know, so y'all gotta y'all gotta check that video out. Um, what are some of your interests outside of hip hop? That's another question that you might ask, even though that's not hip hop related, but you know, still might want to know, um, you know, it's probably the same, the same thing as other people, uh, you know, a, a lot of other people, um, I like movies and stuff like that. Um, like mostly as far as movies wise, I like watching, um, action movies and comedy movies, and uh right now i'll tell you some of my favorite movies um coming to america uh pulp fiction uh, movies like that um what else just different just different films i mean the goonies you know um the first um teenage mutant ninja turtles not the not the not the 2014 version the 1990 version <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like so that that's what I like. I like uh reading books, you know, I like um learning about like business and marketing and stuff like that. I like learning about um science like things about like evolution and stuff like that and um and cosmology, you know. So those those are some of the things that I, that I'm interested in. Um like real quick off the top of the head, um, and you may also want to know who are some of the people that I would like to work with in music, and that kind of uh, runs runs the gamut. I mean, it's probably uh, you know a lot of the people that I that I had already mentioned as far as like favorite producers and stuff like that. I'd love to work with um, DJ Premier. I love to work with um, work with Pete Rock um people like that. Um I'd like to work with Fantasia, uh, Doja Cat. I'd like to work with um Cannabis, Black Thought, Eminem uh Yeah, just pretty much anybody that's dope. You know, any, anybody that's dope. And um last question I got for y'all um that you know that y'all might might ask me, you know, is um what are some of the other hip hop channels on YouTube that you enjoy watching? Because I, you know, uh, even though I create videos of course just like you, um, I'm on the uh I'm on the other side of the screen <laughs> a lot a lot of the time and I'm and I'm watching, I'm finding something that I want to watch. So, um I like watching um, the uh, Power One Hundred Six YouTube channel. There's a guy on there uh, named Vin Reekin, and he does a, a wax only series where it's like discover the samples, discover discover the samples of um, Little Brothers The Listening, or discover the samples on um, Notorious B.I.G. Ready to Die. He has he has these on like a bunch of like classic albums, so it's it's really cool because he has his um, his um, DJ set set up, and then he'll like have it like from like an aerial view and different camera angles and stuff like that. And you can see him rocking out as he's and reciting the lyrics, you know, um, as he's as he's playing it. And he's he's going back and forth from the turntable of the um, the original song and then the song that's on the the record that sampled it, you know. And he shows and he shows the um, the names of the songs at the um, at the bottom of the screen, you know, so it's, it's a real cool show. Um, it also got, um, dead end hip hop and it's like five, five guys to think it is. And they're, um, I think they live in Atlanta and they're all from like different places, but, um, they mostly what they do is they review, um, hip hop albums. And they're and they're honest. It doesn't matter whose album it is. They're gonna give you their honest honest opinion of whether they like it or if they don't like it. And they and they listen very intently. They they go over like um, favorite um, lines from songs and stuff like that, and what they liked about the production and all these different types of things. So um, it's a it's a great resource if you go on there and you see that there's an album that you feel like you want to hear or you want to buy, you know. You might want to take their uh, recommendation into consideration. Um, there's also uh, the Apartment Five B podcast, and it's hosted by a guy named Kill, K I L, and um, he's from Philly, and he has um, he does like a it's like a, a group um, hangout. Um, about hip hop, where he he comes up with all these different like great topics about hip hop, and um, and he has people from like all over the country like um, as guests on the show, you know, and they um, and he just goes down the line and asks them um, certain questions about whatever the topic is. Like the topic might be um, the top five Pete Rock beats, and then everybody has to go. Like give their first one, and then after after that first pass of like going through the five people, then they give their second one. Like going all the way through. Like and it's 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 a dope show. I I enjoy watching it. Um, Crook's Corner, Crook's Corner is um, um, Crooked Eye from uh, Slaughterhouse's podcast. You know, so I um I like the I like the thing about MCs having podcasts. You know, it's a it's a cool thing. You know, like, so I really, I really love the fact that somebody who's a monster on the mic can go and um, interview another, like, legend, I mean, or another, another um, noteworthy person in in hip hop, you know, so, like, that's, that's what I like about his show, that he has people on there, like, he recently had, um, you know, Eminem on there, of course, you know, but... Yeah, I mean, we we don't see Eminem that much, so it was it was great to it was great to see um, a conversation between him and Eminem, and it, have it be um, only about like hip hop, you know, about lyricism and stuff like that, and the importance of lyrics. You know, a lot of a lot of Eminem's older interviews had had to do with a whole bunch of other stuff that had nothing to do with music but this was one of my favorite Eminem interviews that I'd ever seen. He also had a um, an interview not too long ago with um Him, you know, the God MC, the dope, the, you know, one of the greatest MCs that ever, you know. So, I uh, love his show. Um there's a um, there's a YouTuber named Hazius the the Damager and Hazius Hazy is the damage. His his content is kind of similar to mine as to where he does like um, videos about samples from from producers. Like he has a video about he has well he has a bunch of videos about Jay Dilla. He has some um, videos about Mad Lib as far as samples with him. Um, different stuff like that um, he's got a knife wonder one you know so if you're if you're into that kind of content you want to know where the samples came from and all that kind of stuff and you're a producer or you're or just a fan of the music you'll really like his channel as well um also watch uh rap critic rap critic is a guy that um he reviews like um rap videos and songs you know so like He'll um, he'll show like clips from the video on the screen, and then he'll break down the lyrics and stuff like that, or he'll break down what's going on in the video, and he makes it really funny. He does he you know and. Uh, and he has, like, a, an interesting insight. You know, it's like, when you when you listen to him break down a song, you're like, wow, this song made no sense. And I, I've been loving this song for years, and I've just realized that these lyrics are, you know, <laughs> these are lazily written lyrics, you know. But uh, that's, that's what I like about his channel. Um, another one is Revolt TV. Um, Drink Champs, hosted by... Um, uh Noriega from uh Capone and Noriega fame and um DJ EFN I think it is. Um and their show is great. I mean they got all the bottles of everything, Ace of Spade, wine, um, all different types of liquor and stuff on the table. And they got all they got all the people in there and stuff, and they and they interview like great um people in, in hip hop and stuff, like um like um pete brock and dj Premier and um jazz O they recently had on and all all different types of people dame dash uh, so like um i think lil wayne was on there and they just you know they 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 ask um honest questions they get they get um good stories out of these guys and stuff you you'll probably learn a lot if you watch one of those shows so it's, it's definitely something that you might want to check out if you hadn't ever heard of it. Um, I also, watch. Um, they call me Heat. They call me Heat is somebody that I found, um, and he uh, he recently hit um, he had recently hit ten thousand subscribers. So you know, uh, congrats to him on that. And what he does is is he's a producer, and he gets on there. And he shows himself. It's not like um, just a um, uh, on screen, like a screen capture type deal where you're only seeing the screen. It's like you see him too, you know. So you you see him get animated and stuff when he when he got a a dope a dope, uh, dope bass line going or something like that. Like you you watch him making the beat, you know, and then he'll you know of course play. Um, play like the finished product at the end of the video and stuff like that. But it's a, it's a real dope channel. I think you I think you really enjoy it. Um, and the other channel that I that I like to watch sometimes is um, Up Rocks uh, video. That's U P R O X is an X ray. X is an X ray. And um, Up Rocks. Um, I started watching it, I think it had a different name before, Some, something happened with the name where the name changed or something, but um, it was a channel that had a whole bunch of like, um, I guess you could say like old school hip hop videos, everything from like 80s and the 90s hip hop videos that I, that I used to love to watch, you know, and, that, and those videos are still on there, but they also had started something new last year it's called um, the People's Party Podcast, and the host of the People's Party podcast is um, Talib Kweli from Black Star, you know. So um, Talib Kweli um, is the same way to me as like um, Crooked Eye. Like I like to see an MC interview an MC because an MC like some and and an MC knows what that person does and not only do they know what they do and understand it from that level but they also understand it from the level that they already know the person too so like <laughs> so that's what's so dope about the shows like that so Tyler Kuali has had some some great um, hip hop people on there too that he actually knows so when he talks to them it's like just having the re- regular conversation having a conversation with a friend you know like, T.I.'s been on there um, John Forte's been on there like all different types of people have been on there. Rhapsody's been on there, you know. MC8 has been on there. Rascat has been on there. So, gotta watch those. It do, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me. Um, it doesn't matter to me that um, there are other hip hop channels, you know, because we can all coexist because all of us have something different. My my channel is different than all of the channels that that I name. So, I want you I want you to watch my channel, but I want you to watch those other channels too, you know? So that that's my um that's my ask me anything, you know? I came I came prepared. <laughs> so, you know, when you when you check this out, you you'll know a little a little bit more about me. And then, you know, you can um we can continue this conversation in the, in the comments. If you, if you have a question that you want to ask me, drop it in the comments and I'll go back and I'll, you know, respond to as, as many of the, those um, questions that I can get to, you know, because I want this to be like, you know, y'all, y'all are my friends that when I, when I want to hang out when I, I want to listen, when I want to listen to music, I'd be like, yo, let, let me, let me get with my my people and we can um uh, we can chop it up about music about this album that we just heard or you could put me on to something new i could put you on to something new have you heard the new uh run the jewels album have you heard the new Elza whatever you know so that's what it's all about so so like I said before if you like dope beats dope rhymes and discussing hip hop culture please consider subscribing and clicking on the notification bell. I don't know. I don't know if I actually said it at the beginning. Did I say that at the beginning? If I didn't, I'm saying it now. You know. So because I got a lot of a lot of good content coming up. I got a lot more um, breakbeat videos coming out. I got a lot more um, of my sample videos where, like, I got one about Rhapsody. I got one about like Mariah Carey, about Jay Dilla. I got a lot more of those coming up. And a lot of just different ideas that you know that I have about hip hop and, and content. So you know, y'all stay tuned because it's it's gonna it's gonna get it's gonna be real dope. All right. So I'm gonna sign off right now, and I just like to say peace and y'all be safe. All right.